What's going on, guys? Caden Cleveland here with the Oklahoma Senate. Today on our OK Senate On Deck podcast, President Pro Tem Greg Treat talks with us about the latest news that's gone on with the budget negotiations. And then we talk a little bit about teacher pay and where Oklahoma stands regionally and nationally and all the progress that's been made in that area over the past year. So hang tight, guys. You're not going to want to miss this episode, and we'll talk to you here real soon. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Caden Cleveland here with the Oklahoma Senate, and you're joining us for another episode of OK Senate on Deck. Of course, just like every week, we are joined with our president pro tem, Senator Greg Treat. Senator, thank you so much for just taking the time out of your crazy busy schedule. He's just sitting and uh, walking us through exactly what's going on here in the Senate. Yeah, we're in May. It's busy. Absolutely. Busy. You talk about, I love the line you use, it's May and it's either uh, news of tornadoes or uh, budget negotiations, right? Yeah, rumors of sine die and, and budget negotiations and tornadoes. That's Absolutely. exactly right. More so on the side of uh, budget negotiations and sine die when you're here at the Capitol, oh, yeah. I guess, right? Yeah. Absolutely. So, Hook uh, echoes. I hear about that all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Quick little update for everybody. As we mentioned uh, before, we're going to be talking about really just more of an update today. Uh, it's beginning of May, and uh, a lot of things going on here at the Capitol. Um, we mentioned budget negotiations are uh, really getting getting after it lately. Um, almost, I think Senator Thompson mentioned about ninety percent uh, done with the budget negotiations. Still, a few hurdles to yeah. uh, to clear. There's some big but pieces that need to be uh, decided, but every a lot of things are in place. Right on. Yeah. So just jumping on. The budget topic, I guess. Um, would you mind just quickly explaining to us uh, what the latest updates are there, and and what the I guess what the next few weeks will look like? Yeah, you know we're we're blessed this year to be in a better financial position mm-hmm. through a lot of hard decisions we made over the last couple of years, and through innovative companies and people investing their hard-earned money and 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 making money. I mean, the economy is doing well. Yeah. It's not all the government. The government, we did make some changes to tax law and to spending that have helped. But the vast majority, uh, as you know, is an economy growing. People are risking their own money and, and doing well. And so we had another $575 million over what we had last year right. to be able to spend. Uh, but we don't want to be uh, – we want to be responsible with it is probably right. a better way to put it. Right. And – we're working very diligently to try to make sure we have a significant amount of savings in our rainy day fund. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we will be approaching the cap after the deposit after this fiscal year. Right. So, and we want to make sure that we, we prioritize spending areas. Education is a huge area that we're trying to prioritize, uh, have continued to prioritize and try to put more money in there. We right. put about $460 million additional dollars last year to, to bring up just the appropriated side of the budget to $2.9 billion. And so we're still working on that. Uh, criminal justice reform is still an extremely important component of how, right. we, how we fund things. And making sure we don't neglect the progress we've made on roads and bridges. You know, when when Republicans first took over, there had been about a 30-year flatline on, on roads and bridges funding. And we've got to make sure we keep that commitment. Not only is it an economic development, right. it's a public safety issue Absolutely. Uh, when you don't have safe roads. But if we want rural Oklahoma to succeed, if we want Oklahoma City and Tulsa and Lawton to succeed, and you've got to have good infrastructure. You're not going to get uh, commerce to market, and you're not going to get new people to, to want to open up shop here. Absolutely. You know? So jumping back real quick on something you mentioned, uh, 
just briefly there was the Rainy Day Fund. Mm -hmm. uh, now, that's been something that Governor Stitt has been uh, really pushing, uh, really over the last several months has been putting money towards our state savings account. Mm -hmm. uh, is that looking like something that we're going to be able to do this year? Yeah, I mean, some of it's uh, almost on, I don't want to say autopilot, but there's going to be another huge deposit. Yep. Uh, to put us close to the cap, which is all uh, south of nine hundred million dollars, mm -hmm. so uh, roughly a billion dollars will be in savings uh, because of other areas where we're putting some savings. We've got some innovative ways of trying to create some uh, cushion on uh, our healthcare dollars right. and things like that. So we're very much committed to making sure we're good stewards with the dollars, and part of that is making sure you sock away some money because you know it's not always going to be uh, on the up. Absolutely. Uptick. And Absolutely. we've got to make sure that we're, pre we're prepared uh, when the economy is not as strong. So on the education topic, then kind of moving forward to the next one you mentioned, uh, there's still some work being, uh, I guess, done there within the budget, budget negotiations within the education budget? Yeah, there is. Uh, you know, we've talked about it over a few weeks yeah. uh, here that, that the Senate really has wanted to prioritize classroom funding. And, and trying to get those class sizes down and trying to give fle maximum flexibility to right. local school districts to make the best decision they can with those dollars. And so there's that talk, and then there's talk about uh, teacher pay. Right. Uh, so we've got to balance those uh, desires. The, the Senate has been very focused trying to get more money into the funding formula and into the classroom. So walk me through the difference between these two. From, from what I understand, the House is very focused on putting that money, uh, roughly $70 million or so, directly to... Uh, teacher pay increases, whereas the Senate takes the standpoint of putting that money uh, towards the for funding formula. So, what some for somebody that doesn't exactly know what the funding formula does or what that yeah. what that means, what, what exactly does that mean when you put money towards the funding formula rather than directly to teachers' pay? So, it's a very complicated subject that I can't get into all the details in this short time on the funding formula. But basically, it's the way that we allocate resources around the state. Some schools are off the funding formula, so their local tax base is strong enough, there may be a wind project, a oil and right, gas project, okay. a power plant, something like that, that they've got enough dollars that you don't need the funding formula to equalize funding <laughs> in that school district. So a number of schools are off the formula. Those that are on the formula are on the formula in various degrees. For instance, I represent Deer Creek schools, and of the traditional schools, it gets the lowest amount of funding formula dollars because of the local property tax base is so strong which co creates some heartache on its own that we could go into greater detail for sure, absolutely. in the future. But as far as putting money into the funding formula, funding formula dollars are extremely flexible for local school districts. Okay. So if or in order to retain and recruit teachers, they need to give a significant pay raise in addition to the $6,100 pay raise we did last year, right. they could do that. They wouldn't be limited to $1,200. They wouldn't be limited to anything other than the budget they have. Or... Let's say that they wanted to reduce class size. Let's say they have 26 uh, kids in a first grade class mm -hmm. and they want to average 19 or 20. Right. You could hire an additional teacher without raising the, the pay scale to make sure that you have a better student-teacher ratio. You could buy supplies. You could buy paper. You could, you, right. you could use those dollars very flexibly. So that's an interesting thing you, you bring up there that um, putting money into the funding formula does not – 
negate teachers from getting a raise necessarily. It just puts that money more towards the almost like local control over that money. Is that correct? That's that's a great way to put it. Yes, and that's absolutely true. Gotcha. So uh, like you mentioned, if they wanted to hire a new teacher, if they wanted to give pay raises to attract more teachers or something like that, they're more than willing to do that or more more than able to do that. Yeah, it's a local elected school board that would make that decision. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that makes great sense. Well, makes sense why that money would... You know, yeah, we're all interested in yeah. teacher pay and making sure that we're in a strong position. That's the reason we gave an average of $6,100 teacher pay raise last right. year. The big rallying cry that we heard during the teacher walkout uh, was, okay, you've taken – I don't want to misstate it. They didn't say you've taken care of it, that you're done. But the focus they were advocating for was let's get some more money into the classroom. Right. And we've heard that on the doorstep in our reelections, and we've heard that from our, our constituents time and again. Yep. Teacher pay is important, but so is making sure that we have uh, reduced class sizes through the funding formula and or uh, resources in those classrooms for those quality teachers to be able to use those resources to educate our children. Right. And you mentioned the, the average pay increase of $6,100 that was given last year uh, during uh, the, you remember everything with the teacher walkout and everything. It was actually even prior to the teacher walkout. But... Um, Interesting fact, um, before then we were roughly 48th or 49th in the country with average teacher pay. Uh, after that pay increase, jumped up close to 15 slots. Yeah, 33rd. Yeah, 33rd. Yeah. yeah, 34th is what I read. But yeah, it's a significant improvement. Right. And it shows that we're moving. I mean, to move 15 slots in one year right. is a huge accomplishment. It's a huge deal, absolutely. It doesn't say we're done. But it says we're, we're on the right path. Absolutely. And then you take into consideration different things like uh, cost of living and stuff like that. And you, uh, we move up even even further. Yeah, uh, I think uh, 11th is what I saw. So, that's, that's amazing. Uh, yeah. But, you know, you, you can never rest on your laurels because other states are moving as well. Absolutely. And we've got to make sure we keep pace uh, and make sure that we have our focus in the right area. Per pupil funding is a little complicated how you compare states. Mm -hmm. But we've got to keep our foot on the pedal there. Love that. Absolutely. Well, Will Proton, some other things that happened this week in the Senate, or uh, um, I guess this, this episode will come out uh, next Monday, but that happened this past week was um, FFA Choir came and sang. Yeah, it's uh, always the a Senate. highlight of the Absolutely. session. That was awesome. Beautiful voices, kids who are really dedicated, uh, awesome future. Uh, I always get inspired when I hear him sing. It was, it was great. We have one of our senators, uh, Chris Kidd, who's very very much involved in uh, in make sure the FFA is recognized and have always having them involved. So Yeah, Chris does a good job of recognizing and being involved. Senator Kidd, is, uh, I think, was went through the FFA himself mm -hmm. and is very committed. We've got a number of uh, senators that went through it and it was life-changing for them. And Absolutely. Senator Kidd, uh, you could tell that he was emotionally connected to those kids and to that, into that um, show, the choir and, and uh, chorus, I mean, and it, he he gave a very good introduction. Absolutely, and yeah. I was not able to go to the banquet, but I hear that he did an even better job there. So. Let's go, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, um, I guess kind of moving forward over the next few weeks, um, we'll have more updates for everybody because so much more, so, so much is still developing, I think, uh, spe specifically within the budgeting process. But uh, outside the budgeting process, bills are still being uh, passed off the Senate and House floor, so uh, policy issues are still being worked on as yeah, well. Yeah, and you'll hear a lot more about conference committees now. So when the House and Senate uh, passed uh, different versions of the same bill, uh, you have to go to a conference committee, so the House and Senate appoint people the bill, they work out their differences. Right. So you're going to start to hear a lot about conference committee reports and all of that. It's gotcha. just the season we're in. Gotcha. Okay. Well, uh, pro Tim, anything else to add? We're about yeah, out, out of time Todd, here. I want to make sure I mentioned, I think I, I foreshadowed it, but uh, again, we're, we're 
uh, taping this early, but Memorial Marathon uh, previous weekend was a great way to honor those 168 victims. Mm -hmm. Uh, really awesome to see the statewide support. Governor State, you know, challenged us at a state of the state, so the the House and Senate participated. The Senate, I was really proud, was a, a bipartisan group of state senators yep. that that um, really represented the Senate well. And uh, I noticed that your wife ran for the governor, but I'm not keeping track. She did run for the governor, and she recorded an eight and a half minute mile. So I got to brag on her right now. She did a really good job, but you know she yeah. ran against the Senate. But of course, you would run faster, right? So, oh, uh, <laughs> in my mind, yeah, yes, in my mind. No, I heard she was like a gazelle. Is what somebody said. And so uh, we are going to be recruiting talent next year. No, I love that. No, yeah. I, I like that it was senators. I like that there were Republicans and Democrats who participated. Right. It was just. Uh, we didn't win the whole thing, so I'm very disappointed in the team. But uh, other than that, <laughs> next year, yeah, just yeah. wait till next year, yeah. right? No, it was it was great. I mean, to, to see the city, state, people yep. from all around the country, and in some instances, the world coming out and honoring those victims. That's cool. That was a really beautiful thing That's to see. Cool. I got to take my kids. We volunteered with our church, and it was. Uh, I was glad my kids. They were not glad that I woke them up at 4:45, but <laughs> but I think they were glad at the end that they got to witness. Absolutely, it. that's that's in a hindsight deal, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. At the moment when you're waking up, not too much fun, but then in hindsight, it's a pretty good deal. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it, it was it was really cool. My absolutely. wife and kids got to participate, but it was. Um, I was glad Governor Stitt challenged us. Our, our team. Uh, they, they performed extremely well. Love it. Absolutely. Uh, well, Protein, thank you so much for uh, just walking us through, getting, giving us an update there. A lot of different topics, different things going on here at the Capitol right now. So, um, And thank you guys for, for joining us, listening every week. And um, if you do have any questions, feel free to email us. Uh, we have a direct email here to the podcast. It's on deck at oksenate.gov. In uh, some other big news, um, our podcast is now available on iTunes. Yes, uh, so I'm extremely excited about that. Absolutely. Really cool deal. Um, just uh, being able to reach out to even more people. Um, pretty much the only uh, podcast available, just giving people updates directly here from the Capitol. So a really cool deal. But all you have to do is just uh, get on to iTunes and search Oklahoma Senate Republicans. And then that's our on deck podcast is the first one to pop up. So um, pro Tim, anything else? No, but I'm going to do that uh, right absolutely. now as, yeah. as you continue to talk. Yeah, absolutely. I'm challenging him. He is actually subscribing to the <laughs> podcast while we're on the podcast. So, yes. absolutely love Just that. Just blew some people's minds. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We'll give you more updates here as the uh, budget negotiations and uh, legislation flies off the floor. So, um, I guess uh, other than that, we will uh, see you next week. Person? Thank you very much. Absolutely. Talk to you all soon. Bye. Thank you.